was he so tired? God damn it, he had to make a break for it before he found himself in the middle of a gangbang or... Outside, in the TV room, the woman offered refreshments. Two of the men asked for wine, the third accepted water. Then their voices settled into one place, as if they were sitting. Wine and conversation as a prelude to sex games with a teenage boy? Brendan strained to make out their words. They were talking about books. Texts, as they called them, tossing around words like belief and ritual, debating the different translated meanings of Hebrew and Latin versions. Latin, that's what the woman had been speaking earlier. As he'd been getting into their car, she had been saying something to the man in another language, and with her accent, Brendan had figured she was reverting to her mother tongue to relay a private message. The language, though, had sounded familiar. Now he knew why. As a Christmas and Easter Catholic, he'd heard enough Latin. Now these people were discussing religious texts, and that couldn't be a coincidence. The couple had said they wanted to help— as penance for their mistakes with their son, good Samaritans. Too old, one man was saying, his voice rising enough for Brendan to hear him easily. All of our success has been with kids much younger, and I don't understand why we need to change that now. We aren't changing, another man said. We're expanding and experimenting. There's a limited supply of younger children out there, and it's difficult getting access to them. If we can adjust the procedure to work successfully with teens, we open the door to limitless possibilities. Don's right, the woman again. One or two a year isn't enough, not for the scale we... Her voice dropped soothingly until once again Brendan could only catch the odd word. He couldn't blame them for setting their sights on children. By his age, most street kids had no interest in rescue— They were too immersed in the life to accept help. But he would. Drugs weren't a problem. He'd never been able to afford them. They could spout all the Bible verses they wanted, and he'd smile and agree if it meant getting on a bus home. He could tell his parents he hadn't failed. He'd just had a religious experience and had changed his mind. He closed his eyes and pictured himself walking up his drive, imagined his mother's face, his little sister's squeals, his father's expression, stern but relieved. The conversation outside his door seemed to have turned to a heated debate on the nature of suffering. Yeah, he thought with a chuckle, definitely Catholic. From what he could make out, it sounded a hell of a lot like a conversation between two Goths he'd overheard last week. Morbid. The word popped into his head and he turned it over in his mind. A cool word, described Goths and some religious types alike, that fixation with death and suffering. In the room beyond, a male voice had picked up volume again. Romans used crucifixion not only because it was publicly humiliating, but for the degree of suffering inflicted. With the weight of the body pulling down, breathing becomes difficult, and the condemned could hang for days, slowly suffocating. True, but according to accounts of the witch trials, burning was the worst way to die. If you keep the person from dying from smoke inhalation, they can live a surprisingly long time and suffer unimaginable pain. Brendan shivered. Okay, that went beyond morbid. 
Maybe these weren't mainstream religious do-gooders, but some kind of fanatical sect. Like the Scientologist or something. Most religious people he knew were good folks, but there were wackos. As much as he wanted to go home, he wouldn't put up with any kind of sick shit. He should get up, go in there, maybe tell them he'd changed his mind. But he was so tired. The voices had stopped. Good. He'd rest for a few more minutes, then he'd sneak out. The door opened. In walked the man and woman, followed by three others, a younger woman, a balding man, and a white-haired one. Hello, Brendan, said the woman. Brendan struggled to his feet. I want to leave. The woman nodded. Then she stepped forward, lifted her hand to her mouth, and blew. A cloud of white dust flew into Brendan's face. He tried to cough, but only wheezed. She started speaking in loud.